0: Here is my reality reflection for today. As always, the daily readings are beautiful. God speaks to me through the daily readings. And I would suggest if nobody's out there reading these, and you just kind of whip through them, this is where His Word comes into our life, where He speaks to us individually based on where we're at, what circumstances we have going on, and today was loaded. (laughs) It was loaded for me. So let's just review really quick. Um, In Ezekiel chapter 18, it's all about God saying, hey, if you're a sinner and you repent and you come to my ways and do your best to live a virtuous life, you're going to live. But woe to that one who lived a virtuous life and then decided to go the evil way. He will surely die. And then the responsorial Psalm, beautiful Psalm 130. If you, O Lord, mark iniquities, who can stand? That basically says, look, we're all sinners. And if you sit here and you just keep track of all the sins that we do, we're all damned. We're all going to hell. So it's really all about that we trust in the Lord, that we wait for the Lord and how merciful he is, his kindness and his redemption for us with our many, many iniquities. God is ready and waiting, praying and wants us to come to him so that we can be better people. Then, of course, the verse before the gospel: cast away from you all the crimes you have committed, says the Lord, and make for yourselves a new heart and a new spirit. I'm praying for a pure heart, a clean heart, a new heart, which then will generate an even more kind, gentler, loving, patient heart and a spirit. That is what it's all about. And then lastly, the gospel, Matthew chapter 5, verse 20 through 26. It gets into the point of, hey, you must be righteous, surpassing the scribes and the Pharisees. If you aren't, then you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. This was also in the liturgy of the hours this morning. And that screamed out to me, which is basically, you need to be beyond just living the commandments. Think about the 600 plus rules that the Jewish faith implemented. And yet they cast out anyone who wasn't Jewish. You were dirty, those Gentiles, other tribes that weren't part of this elect, chosen people. And Jesus is coming and saying, that's not you know, you've heard that you shall not kill, and whoever kills will be liable to judgment. But he goes on to say, Hey, you who is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. And you who are going up to offer a sacrifice with anger in your heart or you're not um, reconciled with someone, that's not cool. Think about it. If you're going up to Mass and you're receiving Jesus Christ, And you have anger, resentment, you're dealing with vices and issues, you're loving money, you're a workaholic, you're not spending any time with God, you're a spiritual sloth, you're gluttonous, you you give in to your bodily desires in terms of lust, either of food, of sexual promiscuity, or maybe it's pornography, all these things that are vices in our lives. And yet we walk up and we receive the Lord. And we wonder at times, why am I not changing? Why am I not getting the grace that I should receiving the Eucharist, Jesus in the body, blood, soul, and divinity? I should be transformed almost instantaneously. We should be saints from our first communion. And the reason we're not is because we have blocked the road. We've clogged the pipes. God's graces cannot get through the gunk. So we need to go to God and we need to say, Lord, I need your grace. And that is what Lent is about. We are sacrificing. Hopefully you've chosen something that you have issues with in your life, right? Hopefully you are sitting there trying your hardest to Put in con- Frankie stop sorry <laughs> got little Frankie here he's he's uh distracting me because he's about ready to go on a barking a barking binge at some dog out the window. Sorry, everyone. okay, so hopefully you have chosen something in your Lenten sacrifice that is something that's difficult for you, but that's not what Lent's about. Lent is about sacrificing, offering our love to God for other graces and to grow in virtue. So yeah, you might fall, you might have that chocolate, that coffee, that alcohol, you might jump on that social media and other things that you've decided to abstain from during these 40 days. But what you're really doing and what you should be doing is asking God to help you grow in a virtue that you are struggling with. If you have fits of anger, or if you still do not forgive that person that you've had issues with, like I have in the past, that is where we should be tapping into this beautiful season. I like to think of it as this flowing river, jump in the river and have the graces flow into your life. It's a time of repentance, but it's a time of beautiful blessings and graces This is the time that we should be asking God to change us, to transform us, to truly give us that new heart and a new spirit through our sacrifices, uniting them to him on the cross. It's this amazing, I don't know, circular thing. The more we offer ourselves and our selfishness and our time and our energy and our Gluttonous behavior, that's my vice right now. I am gluttonous in terms of I just eat when I want to eat, I'll drink when I want to drink, and I won't exercise. So, from a physical perspective, that's where I'm gluttonous. And that is why I chose through my prayer in God. Actually, I shouldn't say I chose it, I thought I'd be not drinking wine, (laughs) but He wanted me to do something a little bit more difficult. And I have to say that I've been really enjoying the process because I'm starting to see that I don't need to be a slave to my body and I shouldn't be. I should be the one controlling it. And I'm actually liking, it seems very weird, but I am liking this feeling of emptiness, this feeling of hunger, because it does remind me of God while I'm in the midst of it. I just... Throw my head up and I'm like, I love you, God. Thank you for showing me that I can master this body. It's a daily thing. But I know by the end of this Lent, my relationship with food and drink and exercise, although I haven't really incorporated any exercise, that's going to be what I'm going to do right after Lent. Right now, it's all about abstaining, right? I told you it's one meal a day. And it's making me feel so different. And I know I'm going to be changed and I'm not going to have these overwhelming bodily desires. I know it because I have confidence and I've been offering it up and I've been praying for that. There's also gluttonous behavior after money and after material goods and things. You know, gluttonous behavior and lustful behavior. There's all these vices. I would like to suggest that you Google the seven deadly sins, and choose the Wikipedia one, because it will dive into all of the different, you know, vices, the seven deadly sins in in an array of ways. And you can keep clicking and go into, you know, more and more definitions, and it's just never ending. And find something that you believe that you're struggling with. And take it to God. Because There's nothing more awesome than kneeling in front of the Lord and saying, please help me. Go to church, go to adoration, and continue to offer up your sacrifices for your love of God and for your confidence in him to change you, give you a new heart and a new spirit. He's desperate for us to come to him, to surrender our iniquities. We are not capable of doing this on our own. We have to be a willing participant. In some cases, we have to be more passive than we are active. And we have to surrender to God and say, do with me what you will. And try to focus on being more virtuous And getting over some of the issues that we have in our lives which is different for everyone you know what you're struggling with you do and all you have to do is continue to ask God to help you align whatever sacrifices you are doing this Lent to Jesus Christ on the cross and ask for yourself you don't have to go save a bunch of other souls ask for your own sanctification and salvation and transformation Pray that you can put this resentment aside for this person that you've had for so long, that you can subdue your anger and have patience and love and joy for people. Because let's go back to the two greatest commandments. Loving thy God with all thy mind, body, soul, and strength, which is necessary in order to do the second commandment, which is to love thy neighbor as thyself. And that includes us as thyself. How much do you love yourself? What are you struggling with? What angers you? What bothers you? What, What is something that you are like, God, I just need help with this. I'm tired of living this way. Go to God. That's what this Lent is all about. Jump in that river and take on that flowing grace of this season. And don't forget... To put Jesus on. Go smile to the world. Because while we are in this uh, season of of penance and sacrifice, we are supposed to have a smile. We are supposed to be joyful. We are not supposed to be whining about the fact that we're hungry or we're dying for that caffeine or we are really needing that alcohol because that has been our crutch after work. Oh, I need that drink, but I can't have it. So I'm just going to be mopey and whiny about it. Make God be your ah all season long. All right, everyone. I love you so much. Have a blessed and inspired day.